0: Welcome back to another episode of Always Is Covered, the
1: podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, Lisa. Hello. How are you going? I'm great. How exciting that we are in the midst of our 12 days of giveaways. Will we also be in next week's episode? Well, it goes for 12 days. Yeah, and
0: we're two days in, so yes. So Monday will be the 6th. But we'll be halfway through. No, but that's this Monday. What about the next Monday? So it'll be over the next time we record.
1: Yeah, the next time we record will be technically done when it goes live okay. by one day. Living
0: in the past and the future... Is really difficult. It's so hard. Particularly for someone that struggles with, like, the space-time continuum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it feels, not going to lie, great to be out of Gift Guide Week.
0: <laughs> oh. I really enjoy it. Every year I love it. But every year I get so so close to burning out. I know. And being like, fuck you, buy your own presents. (laughs) But then, oh my God, we've had such a lovely reception. Like so many people that have
1: genuinely bought the things, which makes it worth it every single time. Difficult dad, Alicia Mm -hmm. Pelizzari, or whatever her name was. Or was it Alicia? I can't remember her first name. Said she bought the Apple TV for her dad. The best. Round of applause to everyone. We've had four... Of the fish hats bought, so many people love the fish
0: hats. The papillon point, <laughs> <laughs> pillion, um, yeah. So when people confused by the isn't fish. isn't it pillion? I'll literally never know, and I don't want to know. But anyway, they ship in under twenty four hours. FYI, incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, yeah, just so many happy people, which is so great. And I'm sure that those people will be happy when they receive their gifts too.
1: We hope so. Please, if you do receive a gift from us and you actually listen to the podcast, fingers crossed, many people who receive a gift do listen to the podcast. That would be be our preference. Please let us know. We like when people are happy and say thanks. Yeah. Really makes our little hearts light up. How's your week been though? I have an eye twitch and I'm really tired, but Mm.
0: I'm really thanking you that you forced me to have a hens because it forced me to take the day off because I know I'll be vomiting, which means I have a day off because I keep working. In o- two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's- but it's my first day off in ages. And when I say first day off in ages, I actually had the all of Friday off, but I hosted a Thanksgiving. And I'm not kidding when I say I woke up at 6.30 with, with obviously like, I can't get back to sleep now. Mm. And I did not stop until 7 p.m. Mm. like I didn't sit down I didn't eat
1: it was a great night though it was really fun but um I fully integrated myself into every facet of Lisa's life by attending her friend's (laughs) giving and everyone oh it was so cute all of Lisa's friends were like I feel like I know you because I listen to you but you know nothing about me
0: (laughs) it's actually kind of uncomfortable when you have that conversation isn't it I always bump into people at work and they're like hi I know you and I'm like Please remember you. her face and name. Please remember her face and name. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. And then I'm like, okay, just be nice to everyone at work just in case, just in case. You have to. Um, But also you have to be nice to everyone at work anyway, but that's mm. not like my natural face it's or not, attitude. No, no, no. Not that I'd be like, fuck you, as I passed past in the hallway, but like I'm more of a like.
1: You, you're forcibly putting on a smiley face rather than a frowny face. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like have to push my brows up instead of letting them cower down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a nice thing to have.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. The fear of someone being like, she's a bitch in real life, really keeps me in check. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Again, the limoncello mojitos really, oh my
1: God. My blood will be limoncello by the end of December at this rate, because your hands more limoncello mojitos. Yes,
0: but the worst thing is, I drink them like they're water, is and it the you, worst thing or is it a ploy? And you just keep topping me up to the point where I think I was only two limoncello mojitos deep. Lil, oh. Little old Mortsy grabs the lid off a hot 220 degree cast iron and didn't feel it. And everyone's going, ow, oh, Lisa, ow. Oh. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I burnt the shit out of my hand, which was hilarious because the next day it was all bubbly and I had to do a wedding. And I was like, I'm just going to sanitize my hands. And I was like, Psss. The heat was still in there. And then I'd be, like, applying foundation, but with, like, <laughs> with the bubble. Two, two fingers on one hand and five on the other, trying to, like, match the pressure just so that I wasn't putting my weird bubble on their face.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine if the bubble popped. Or. It's Ugh. like
0: I always used to cut myself and then I would be like, do I leave an open wound to put on people's face Ew, or do I, I do Band-Aid? Band-Aid on? Both are bad. No, you definitely. Used, you, oh, the answer is you use a brush, but I just hate applying like a serum with a brush. Do so you stupid. remember
1: when we were like slightly younger that spray on Band-Aid was a thing for a time Yeah, there? It was quite literally just spraying Dettol in your wound. It was mm. the most painful. Mm. That's why they obviously took it off the market. I remember trying it. And you die every time you yeah. used it. Anyway, my week's been great. Mm, I've got mask, my... but I do mean well. <laughs> it's me, Manuel. <laughs> I'm Manuel. I do mean well. It's me, Manuel. Anyway, how was your week? <laughs> My week has been chaotic, but also sprinkled with greatness because my Net-of-Porter advent calendar has begun. Mm -hmm. Day one, gorgeous cocoa slash burgundy eyeliner from Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, yeah, the Walk of
0: Shame pencil. Really nice. Mm -hmm.
1: A little bit red, like a little bit looks like bloody waterline.
0: Yeah. It's really close in tone to the Pillow Talk eyeliner. Seriously, because I own that one. And when you showed me, I was like, oh, what's the difference? But
1: we love a burgundy liner. We do. And I also got a mini Susan Kaufman bubble bath so, so far. Cute. And, like, perfect for you. Couldn't have asked for two more perfect first gifts. Like, I already feel like I've made my money back on this calendar. Not you that I have. not Yeah. But, and also, well, I started sneaking little things into it for Adrian. Fun. And then I opened day one to find that he has snuck sneaky things Aww. in for me. <laughs> That's lovely. Um, he's put in little love notes every day. For oh, 25 days. I for mean, that Christmas. would make me
0: want to end my life. You. But that's really mm, sweet of
1: him. Genuinely thoughtful.
0: Wow. Yeah, I've got Brenton's advent calendar going. Day one was a slip pillow, a uh, slip
1: I eye mask. And he
0: was like, oh, yeah. He re- he actually surprisingly liked that one. Good. Day two, three sour geckos from trolley. To try and get rid of the 48 star geckos. <laughs> and day three is a lucky dip. Lord knows what I'll pull out. There's a bunch of shit in there. Very exciting. I like the lucky dip component. Yeah, that was started by Brenton because he was like, I can't find things that fit in a box. And
1: now it's like 90% of it is lucky
0: dip because nothing fits in the box.
1: I was thinking also, I don't know if you guys have done this before or if it's chaos and Not great, but I was thinking next year Adrian and I could do odds and evens, so I can do evens and he can do odds, and then we can both share the joy of the advent calendar on every other day.
0: And the burden isn't quite so bad because I'm finding now, like, what the fuck do I get him for Christmas? Even though none of those are anything I would gift him for Christmas typically, yeah. Like, but you've spent a lot so far. Yeah, I was, I was just like, this is great, and we can keep doing it. And also, you just don't do day twenty-five because it's Christmas. So that it's even, so divided by twelve.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, mm, mm. I'll propose it. Although it's finishing, no, I'll propose it after next year when I get one more.
1: <laughs> Keep and this one oh, in the piggy bag yeah. for another twelve months. Okay. Yeah, good one. Beauty news? It's been so long since we've spoken about beauty news. Let's do it.
2: Uh that's the tea on that.
0: <laughs> jeffree star pets are you kidding me you right <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> why what is a jeffree star pet is it like an a- <gasps> he's oh, launched a looks like sex toys i know it's not but
1: it does look a- like sex toys he probably did that on purpose yeah it is a range of pet toys and bowls and bleeds and collars and pet accessories designed by jeffree star called jeffree star pets they look like Fuzzyard. All of the products I think have a distinct, if you know, dog toys Australian brand Fuzzyard mm-hmm. vibe about them. Um, they really do. I'm starting to find Jeffrey I'm, I'm starting to find Jeffrey's dog gives me the ick in yeah. every way possible. The fact that he launches a pet line and makes it about himself just says everything in it for me. Like he could have done a jeffrey and like called it a side brand jeffrey and friends or something yeah or given it the name of one of his dogs, dogs. yeah like there's so many things that he could have done and all of them are just you know bedazzled with his garish pink branding yeah, but and it's because star he's and- the brand I know, and I hate it. Stop extending your brand into everything, into a cattle ranch and dog toys. It's like, are you scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point? How many more businesses do you need to own?
0: I think it's because he lost so much of his audience that instead of, like, sticking with one thing and hoping that multiple people will buy them, he has to hope that his remaining 10
1: fans buy everything from every
0: range that he does.
1: I actually think that's it. It's like he's diversifying to the loyalists now and has to expand into every category to keep making
0: his money. Which is why he's still made the pet thing about him because the people that do love him will buy it for that,
1: not because it's like a cute pet thing. But in my mind, I'm like, why not now use this as an opportunity to diversify and step slightly away from your own brand so that people can go, oh, Jeffree Star does make great products on their own without his name Mm. on them.
0: Slightly KVD the first time round when they went... Very
1: KVD the first
0: time round when they
1: re-came out with KVD. Yeah, trying to,
0: like, ditch her, but then they really came out and ditched her properly and then it took off again.
1: Yes, that's it. Anyway, not not here for it. Next up in beauty news, New Charlotte Tilbury Foundation.
0: Shit, yeah. This is a real sneak peek. There's nothing really proper out there on the internet, (sighs) but there appeared to have been sort of pr or launch party dinner situation in the uk it is launching january 5 on her website they keep claiming it's science and color hybrid so it's hyaluronic acid and brightening ingredients but obviously medium coverage she's doing the thing that charlotte does where she likes to claim that everything has like Matrixel 3000 and lots of skincare and patented but it's like it's just a nice foundation and if you advertised it as that we'd still be happy yeah I don't know if this is replacing any other foundation or if this is just going to be her third in the lineup. I know there was serious stock issues of Wonder Glow for a very long time, but they've launched it at Mecca. Hmm. So surely they're not discontinuing it. But my sister couldn't get her hands on it for like a year and she loves it. So I thought that there was some sort of issue. Perhaps it was just like Italy, COVID issues. Who knows? It is a tube with a pump. Think uh, It Cosmetics CC Cream vibes. And that's all we know about it. But I am a little bit excited by this. I'm hoping... Well, um, I was going to say, I'm hoping this is my Charlotte Tilbury foundation, but I actually did quite like Wonder Glow. So.
1: They're also launching it in 30 shades. Oh, yeah. Which is good to know. Not 40, 30, which is all right. It's all right if the spread's pretty even.
0: And also, I know it's this medium, so it might not be that sheer, but it does, the packaging of it makes it look like it's more of a tinted moisturizer product, which never launched with this many shades.
1: Yes, it's a valid
0: point. It's funny with Charlotte because she. And I think we've spoken about this before Mm. in that some categories she does really well and like great inclusivity, like her lip pencils, for example, she Mm. really brings out everything in a, a number of ranges. So it really goes across the color spectrum, but then like her foundations aren't great. And when she first launched, it was rubbish. But then like her bronzer, she does a really nice deep bronzer. Sure. She could go darker, but she does a lot better and she goes really fair in her bronzer, which is so much better than some other brands. But then her foundation comes out and it's not the most extensive range. Normally it's the reverse. Normally yeah. you find brands come out and they're like 50 shades, this, this, this. And then they've got like, like NARS. And then they've got like four bronzes in the range. They don't go dark enough. And you're just like, eh. Mm.
1: Yeah. It is interesting. I do think that when it comes to lips and stuff like that, though, the colors are all there. It's just about how you, and with lips, I wonder whether the – pig, the color, I don't know anything about formulations, but I wonder whether the pigments going into a lipstick don't alter the formulation of a lipstick too much. So it's like you can keep the same, you know, semi-sheer, mm. um, you know, balmy lipstick no matter what pigments you put in it. But when you start playing with foundations, you're putting in lots of whites to, like, lighten the colours mm. and then taking them away to darken the colours, which would, I imagine, the chalkiness of a white pigment impact the consistency of a foundation – so maybe mm. it is harder. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it's just an interesting, mm. interesting situation. It is. Next up in beauty news, this happened a few weeks ago now, but Lush is PR stunting us again mm-hmm. by leaving social media. So in 2019, Lush left because they were tired of fighting against the algorithms mm-hmm. and they took it as a stance and they said, we're done with this place. It's not helpful for us. We don't want to spend money to be like all of the other people. We're just going to tap out. It'll be better if we're not here. I don't know how long it lasted, but they were back very shortly afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so then people were like, oh, good PR stunt, blush, whatever. Now they are leaving the platform they are saying because they don't feel that the platforms create a safe environment for their users. So they're kind of aligning it with their brand messaging of... We only incorporate safe to use products for your skin and Instagram and Facebook have come out and pretty much acknowledged from those reports that came out a while ago that the platforms are damaging to users' mental health. Mm -hmm. And so Lush have said for that reason, they don't stand for existing on those platforms and therefore they're leaving.
0: It's just interesting. They don't take a stand on the fact that their bath bombs are not good for my vaginal health.
1: (laughs) You should write to them about that. So they are protesting on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Snapchat. However, they're keeping their existence on Twitter and YouTube, which to me defeats the whole purpose because for Twitter, it's like that's just as damaging for people's mental health as every other platform just because they haven't done a report on it. Mm. Anyway, the founder of or the co-founder of Lush said, I've spent all my life avoiding putting harmful ingredients in my products. There is now overwhelming evidence that we are being put at risk when using social media, and I'm not willing to expose my customers to this harm. So it's time we take it out of the mix.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Do you reckon that Mark Constantine's taken himself off social media? Let's have a look. Who's that? The co-founder who said that quote. Uh. Well, he's still on social media. Mm, So... Mark Constantine, maybe you should practice what you preach. Yeah, how Fucking disingenuous. kid! You can email him, marketlush.com. It's on his Instagram profile.
0: Oh my God, I haven't seen this news. What? Grow to in DJs?
1: How did you miss this? I don't know. As of today, did you not see the gorgeous photo shoot that Zoe Foster Blake's done with DJs? Oh,
0: well, is that where she's in the... Yellow Yellow with the purple shoes. Yeah, Yeah, stunning. I um, only looked at the caption. I mean, sorry, I only looked at the photo and I didn't read the caption. It's like, well,
1: if you only looked at the caption, the first word is to do a festive shoot with David Jones. So fun. Double fun to do with my girl. And triple fun to do it with Grow2 Skincare products, which are now stocked at David Jones.
0: Mm. So she recently did a podcast, Mm. the Australian Birth Stories podcast. Yeah. But she was plugging her book. But... The, like, it would have been very apt. They did talk about Grow2, mm. but she should have plugged then that Grow2 was launching in DJs because that would have been a double plug for her book and also Grow2 launching in DJs on Maybe that Maybe it point. was
1: under embargo. yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, good for her. I don't really have anything else to say. I do think it is interesting because... Obviously, she couldn't take Go2 into David Jones because it's got exclusivity with Mecca. Mm. And I find it curious that Mecca didn't secure Gro2 as well.
0: Yeah. When they did get Gro2, it it does feel like they
1: are the same. Obviously, they're the same company, but. But also, it makes. I feel it makes more sense for. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But. I guess there's not a lot of kids' products in Mecca at the moment,
0: but doesn't that make more sense? Yes, I mean it Shantakai did the baby line and baby care was. We were talked about it back when Loz was on the podcast. I think that it was really coming into fashion. I could see Grow Two launching as an online exclusive at Mecca.
1: Yeah, or I was thinking, why did they not bring out the gift sets with the kids' things for Christmas at Mecca? Even if they launched them online.
0: Hmm. Mm. Interesting.
1: I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, I'm happy for David Jones. They've got a good lineup. They stock Liberty Bell, so it's great that they're, you know, holding firm in the beauty space. But
0: yeah, I would say I
1: wouldn't call them a destination.
0: No, but I would say that DJs is absolutely taking a shit in Maya's mouth in terms of oh, it has been for years. Yeah,
1: yeah. Except that they downsized Eastland to the size of a an ant hill, oh. and I want I want Lux DJs back. I want Homewares DJs back at Eastland. Mm, That's protest. Sucks. Uh, Next up in beauty news, Sol de Janeiro has sold a portion of their company to, uh, they sold the majority stake to L'Occitane, which I thought was curious because those brands don't seem to align at all in my head. But then I remember that L'Occitane is an umbrella company, so they're allowed to have other brands. And they do already have um, Elemis and Eborian under Ah. their label, which I did not know. So they acquired 83% of Sol de Janeiro this week at a valuation of a cool $450 US dollars. Wow. They plan to build a strong portfolio of brands in all major geographic regions, they have said. Mm, Okay, so they're going for the the around-the-globe approach. Yes, the inclusivity approach. Uh, They've said that Sol de Janeiro complements L'Occitane's premium brand image, which I guess the price point.
0: Yeah, I would not classify them as premium. Prestige Mm. best.
1: Yes, and Hila Yang, the CEO and co-founder of Sol de Janeiro, said it has been my dream to reach all corners of the globe with the warmth and joy of the brand and exceptional iconic products. I have always admired L'Occitane and its beautiful lifestyle. Brands anchored in their deep commitment to sustainability. We are thrilled to have found a home within the group to continue to drive our explosive growth. Sustainability? Do you reckon that'll be... Meaning, some things for soldi Generic because they're not a particularly sustainable brand at the moment. They're not, are they? Yeah, mm. interesting. Guess watch this space. Yeah. Next up in beauty news, Delta Goodrum has been announced as the very first ever Revlon Australia New Zealand brand ambassador. Hmm. What I felt to be most interesting about this news is that, yes, Delta Goodrum is a beautiful white woman, and that's the end of that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said the general manager. Her quote was, Revlon was founded with the mission to create a more liberated beauty, one that embodies action, independence, inspiration, and purpose. For us, Delta Goodrum is the essence of that sentiment. She's always been a trailblazer and a woman who understands the beauty of knowing her own voice. Take out that last four words, the beauty of knowing her own voice. They could have picked any other woman. Yeah. They could have picked a million better women, Hmm. I think. I understand that Delta Goodrum is, like, quite iconically an Australian person. Butler. Yes. And she's probably the right demographic in that she like she a- appeals to women Young slightly old. older, yeah. yeah, and women slightly younger, maybe less so. Mm. But I don't think that Revlon is trying necessarily to appeal to the under 25s. Mm. Best hope they're not. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> deflated by the news. Like happy for Delta Goodrum, good on her, but
0: It does really show where Revlon is sitting in the market though, right? Like there's obviously, we can't get angry at people for being tokenistic and then also get angry at them for picking a white woman for their campaign. That's not it. But it's just like. She's also the Australian New Zealand ambassador though. They may as well have picked Jennifer Hawkins. Yep. They may as well have picked Kylie Minogue. It's just like a bit outdone.
1: You know, hundred percent, it is.
0: Yeah, and that's it because that's still probably who the fifty-year-old white woman buying their makeup at the counter
1: wants to look. Wants like. to look like. Yeah, agreed. I just think also Delta Goodrum is irrelevant, other than when she does the voice. She's everywhere. She was at. But why? Because she's a pretty white woman. She's not doing anything. I. She is lovely, but you're right. She's like, what's what's she doing? Nothing. Yep. I don't know. It kind of like got me got my got my goat. As a mm. new as a new brand ambassador. Yeah. Dunno. Live boldly is their slogan. I just don't think that Delta Goodrem's living that boldly.
0: No, she's literally as vanilla as it comes. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, Mac have released their Viva Glam range. An interesting one, it is a collaboration with Keith Haring, who is a very famous New York City like street artist. Mm-hmm. I kept confusing him for the guy who does the Mambo art, but it's not the guy that does the Mambo art. That is an Australian guy, but they look oh. the exact same. The art looks the same? Yeah. Wow. The exact same. Okay. Artists are turning in their graves, <laughs> but whatever. Um, the interesting thing is the lipsticks are based around his signature primary color palette. So it's like black and white with pops of red, yellow, and blue. Uh-huh. The lipsticks are red, yellow, and blue. Oh, I was going to ask, is the packaging that? But no, it's the actual, the lipsticks. actual lipsticks. Yellow. Red, yellow, and blue. But wow. if you're a makeup artist Good for good for mixing. Buying those three mm. means well and a black and a white means you can create any colour that you need. So if you were just to depot them in a little five pan kind
1: of awesome. Yeah, I mean it depends on like the pigment and the finish of the lipsticks and how you intend to use them, but great.
0: I mean, they look like they're the typical cream sheen situation, like creamy matte. Mm. So you could set them with a powder or dr- or gloss them up. Like, I think this has to do with the true artist in mind. Someone who's going to know who that artist is. Someone that does beautiful artistic makeup is going to be excited by that. Mm. Also, I think it's clever in that they've done a red. Mm. So there's still something that is super wearable for the masses. And then some people are going to wear the yellow and blue.
1: Yeah. It's nice to see Mac moving back into more artistry led making. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy with that. I'm a little bit tired of the Nicki Minaj's of the world. Correct. The yeah. celebrity partnerships that are bringing out the same thing in yeah. different packaging. Agree.
2: Cool. Dang. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Gigi Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. These products are so good.
0: What's the deal? What's your beauty fave this week?
1: Well... My beauty fave this week is something that we're talking about on Wednesday. So I can't talk about it now.
0: Great. That makes for a fantastic episode. Thank you so much. Uh,
1: My second beauty fave, however, that had to come in as a runner up, Mm -hmm. may shock the pants off you. (laughs) Hold on to your waistband. (laughs) It's the ultraviolet new tinted sunscreen. Wow, that was quick, and also, wow, you're pretending to be much more olive than you are. Okay, look at it on my yeah, face it right now. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Shook to my core. You should have bought that for me so I could try it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I love it too much. You okay. can't have it for now, but okay. maybe soon. Can I talk about why I love it?
0: I mean, yeah, I think you have to. But the people requested a product trial, but maybe we just don't. They can
1: go off this. Oh, stressed for you guys. The packaging, love. It's squishier than the Glossier packaging Mm -hmm. with the same like kind of dropper on top. So you can actually squeeze out more product than you want. As squishy as a MAC face and body? No, because it's softer feeling than a MAC face and body. MAC face and body feels plasticky. This one feels like squidgy. As squishy as my squishy thing that I keep the oil in for my stove. Almost as squishy, not quite as soft. Interesting. Um, And also it's got that soft matte like Mm -hmm. finish on Mm -hmm. the packaging. So it's lovely. The coverage is exactly, exactly my perfect coverage level. It's not too sheer. Mm -hmm. It's not too full coverage. And it's buildable. But it's the perfect light can build to a light medium. Mm -hmm. Mm, A chef's kiss. The finish, beautiful. Would say medium satin finish. Hmm. If you put... Your moisturizers and your skin prep underneath leans very, like, leans dewy easily. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you could powder it for more longevity. However, being it's skin tint, I don't think that will last you, like, a rave. You're not going to go to revs in this and come out looking all right, I don't think.
0: Mm. It would be the best option to wear to revs just to give you the maximum sun protection when the sun rises as you leave. Just to make sure there might be something clinging on. Yeah. And you could reapply throughout the night.
1: Yes, you could. And I think that's all I have to say about it. The colour was surprisingly good. I got V5. If you saw on the stories, I thought it was going to be extraordinarily olive. Mm-hmm. Jokes on me! It's totally fine.
0: I think it's probably sheer enough that like your skin tone can show through it, but I do also think for any olive gals out there, it will it's be a good shade to go for. Completely
1: agree. Yeah. The only reason I even tried it, I wasn't even going to bother, is because Hannah messaged me and said, or messaged us on the pod, said that was the colour that they matched her to when she was faked hand when she did the trial with them. Mm-hmm. Which so interesting. Mm. I wasn't expecting that at all, and they went, "Oh, if Hannah can wear it, I can wear it." Yeah. So Turns out I can. Winner. Yep it's a goodie it's a goodie it's a good one
0: i want to try <laughs> i'll guarantee you
1: to try i'll guarantee you to try what's your beauty fave this week
0: my beauty fave this week is the nude sticks nudies matte all over face blush color in nude peach nice i didn't buy nude peach because given that it's <gasps> called nude peach
1: what do you mean you didn't buy it
0: <laughs> for a while oh i didn't buy it for a while was given like... it's called n- nude peach i was like eh because I own... We don't own any of the matte ones so far, do we? I do. Oh. Well, I bought quite a large number recently. <laughs> but I did own Sweet Peach Peony, yeah. which is That's
1: dewy, not a matte. Yeah, yeah.
0: but Salty Siren is matte.
1: Oh, you own Salty Siren?
0: Yeah, I do. The Estee LaLonde one? Yeah.
1: When did you buy that? I've
0: had it for ages. Now, oh. I have swatched all three of these on my hands, and showing Alex, I was like, I don't need to own all three of these, do I? In fact, I would say... I don't need to own all two of them if I was to get rid of one.
1: Well, no, I disagree. This one and Sweet Peach Peony are completely different.
0: That's right. For those listening who might be thinking about what they want, Sweet Peach Peony is the dewy colour. It stays tacky on your face. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it can go a little blotchy on me if I'm having that like dehydrated skin time. But then also sometimes I need that literal dew on the top of my cheeks versus something that's more satin. I like Sweet Peach Peony for if I've got like no base on and I'm just wanting to like chuck things on Mm. because then it doesn't grab or move any powder bronzers or anything and it gives me a beautiful glow. Whereas if I was to pop Salty Siren or Nude Peach on my cheeks without any makeup on, I'd look a bit dull and flat, I think. Mm -hmm. So there is a place for the dewy ones. Mm. The matte ones, I can be sure that for most skin types would probably work better because... As I've been putting my hand around the room as I've got these swatched on the back, the glossy one is, like, printing on my thigh and stuff, whereas the other ones are just... They're satin. They're definitely not down to full powder, but they're not transferring, like, crazy on other people's shirts and other people's faces as you kiss and hug them and whatnot. Mm. So that's important to keep in mind in terms of formula. I would say that, interestingly... The swatches, etc., of, and the colors on the packaging of Sweet Peach Peony and Salty Siren look like they're going to be peachier than Nude Peach, but Nude Peach has the most
1: orange of mm. the three. I was going to say when it blends out, it's very almost like a, a coral. A coral. It's a coral. Yeah.
0: It's got pink, but as you blend it out, you see more of the orange. Mm. When I look at Sweet Peach Peony swatched on my hand, if it wasn't called Peach, if it was called like Pink Rose or something like that, I probably wouldn't have bought it because it is a cooler pink than what you might think. It's sort of a neutral pink, but there's definitely like a bluey tone to it. And then Salty Siren is very similar to... Nude Peach. To Nude Peach. It sort of sits in between Sweet Peach Peony and Nude
1: Peach. Personally, I do think you need all of them.
0: Yeah, I think... Oh, I'm not going to be sad about owning all of them. I am really excited, though, to have that bit more peach in a blush because if you look at the powder blushes I use, they're always really strong peach colors and sometimes the sweet peach peony when i use it when i'm like tanned it's just a bit bluey looking i like that this has a bit more orange i also bought tiger lily something yeah yeah and that looks really orange yeah that i'm excited to try i haven't tried it yet it's really orange and i am getting a spray tan for my hens next week so i think that's going to be the time when like salty siren and sweet peach peony don't cut it for me anymore and I need that more rich color because the tiger lily one's like a true orange color I think it would suit more deeper skin tones as well because it's just it's not diluted as much it's like more of a pure pigment
1: I'm excited
0: so there is my very long-winded rundown of colors that you can't see of peach cream blushes but look it's a really important factor in my life
1: you can put them on the stories yeah on monday Can we briefly discuss the trauma of people when they used to come into Mecca and say, can you please help me find the perfect coral lipstick? And coral means something different to everyone. To some people, coral is a pink. And to some people, coral is an orange. And you first have to determine what kind of coral is in their mind, their stupid little mind. Coral is the vaguest color descriptor ever because to a lot of people, coral is
0: Mac Lady Danger. Yeah.
1: yeah. It is a
0: bright orange. Yeah. Like the coral reef. Yep. To me, a coral is something that is... Pinky orange. It's like 60% orange, 40% pink. Yeah. And to me, a peach is like 50-50. Like, coral is a slightly more
1: orange version of peach.
0: Yes. To yeah, me. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, So I was always way off with what I was showing them because it's never what they wanted.
1: Never. And then you put a coral on someone's mouth and then they determine that they need something more pink or more orange depending Mm -hmm. on their skin tone. Yeah. And then the rabbit hole continues. And then two and a half hours later, you've swatched every orange or peach toned lipstick Mm -hmm. on your arm, their mouth.
0: Yeah. And they buy like Nars sex machine or Mac Velvet Teddy. (laughs) And you're like, perfect. So you wanted pink. Pinky brown. <laughs> you want a new have peach. A beautiful day. Join up for the beauty loot.
2: <laughs> Actually, it's not a helmet, it's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo.
0: What's your non beauty fave this week? My non beauty fave is my HK Living crockery. Of course, it is. I may have gone slightly psychotic and realized that I had very close to, but not quite enough plates. To have a perfect amount of mismatched but matching vibey crockery to have 12 people over for Friendsgiving. Yep. And so in the middle of me, like, basting my turkey and cooking stuffing and making an apple tart, I just quickly popped to the Bentley warehouse (laughs) where the HK Living girls – so HK Living is the brand, but House of Orange is the retailer that stocks it in Australia. House of Orange has the most incredible – customer service mm. ever they've got great delivery the delivery is always really quick the customer service is so lovely i was in store i said to them oh i ordered some stuff that's on pre-order it said delivery in november i've got a thing on the 30th of november do you reckon they'll be in and they're like oh my god they're literally arriving in our warehouse like wednesday or thursday or well, when do you need them by friday mm. we'll call you when they're in you can go and collect them directly from the warehouse we'll make them pack it for you first thing as soon as they arrive they called me. They told me it's going to be ready at 12 o'clock on Friday. It was sitting there at the warehouse for me to go. Perfect. I picked it up. It was a Friendsgiving miracle. I lay the plate with all of my knickknacks. No one gave a shit, but I felt great about it. I Alex gave scared. a shit. Alex cared. I love them. So the style of crockery that I'm obsessed with from them is the 70s ceramics range. And they're just beautiful, colourful, but like neutral, fun plates and side plates and they're also plates. good
1: because they're all different tones, but they all go well together. Yes, you can buy like totally mm.
0: different things. And then also, I've been obsessed with my mum's crockery that she got gifted for her wedding. She's got this really large set of like green mottled kind of pattern. She's got gravy jugs, plates, bowls, everything. On the whole The on. whole thing. And I've been obsessed with it. And so I borrowed some off her and it went so well. And I was like, oh, my God, it's because they're genuinely 70s ceramics with 70s ceramics. Anyway, I love them. They're beautiful. And people do compliment them when they're yeah. eating off them. They're like, "Oh," And everyone was like, oh, that's my favorite. No, that's my favorite colorway. You know, it's a bit of a talking piece, like the face vessels. Yeah.
1: Love them. Love them for you. What's your non-beauty fave? I have a non-beauty non fave. I have an anti-non-beauty fave. Oh, no. Which is Selling Sunset Season 4. <sighs> yeah. I'm using this as my, as my airwave time mm-hmm. soapbox to tell everyone: Do not watch season four of Selling Sunset. It was a drag. I think they showed three houses. Yeah, the and whole like, season. They
0: shot in the houses, but they didn't do the sweeping estimates how much it sold for. No, him. they Bedrooms. Didn't do
1: literally any of that. There was no like trying to find the right buyer, walking people through the house. No like eclectic people that they did a showing no. for. I was like, there I was- have
0: French Montana's house. Oh. This is French.
1: Yeah. But also we didn't even get to see the house really. Yeah, Like there was, yeah, like you said, two montages maybe the whole Mm -hmm. season. Two French
0: montages.
1: And I can't... (laughs) (laughs) You can't recover. I can't not laugh at that because then there's a gap of awkwardness and people think that I snubbed you and thought you weren't funny, but really I was pulling a stupid face. You can't see that. Mm. (laughs) And... And yeah, it was shit. And it was all about Christine. And like the Mm. rhetoric is tired now. Mm -hmm. I don't care about whether or not people like Christine. I don't care about whether or not she's changed. It's too much acting now Mm -hmm. and not enough housing. I
0: am into the conspiracy that she never had the baby, that it was a surrogate and that things are filmed out of order. And in some scenes she's like supposedly pregnant, but she's not pregnant. And she's like wearing a fake belly. What? She got her body back straight after. So I'm really into that conspiracy. She did get her body
1: back straight away. But she also said... I'll just get she had a C section first of all. Mm. Guaranteed she probably had the plastic surgeon in there with the friggin' obstetrician. And if she didn't, she probably got lipo. She said she would. She probably did. How quickly yeah. can you get lipo after you've had a C section? Who knows? Probably not very quickly, but unless I don't know. Unless you've got millions of dollars, which she does. I know, but it sounds so traumatic.
0: And but even then if she'd had lipo, she'd still have bruising. I don't know, whatever. Go down the Reddit thread, it's quite funny. Um I agree. I agree. I just want to see the houses. Please. Yes.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I saw, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely mad about it. I've yeah. watched every episode in age room. I was like, why are you still watching this trash? I was like, I know it's trash. I'm waiting for it to get better. And then I got to episode nine and I was like, it's actually not getting any better. And then I gave up at the start of episode 10. I thought I'm actually not interested anymore. Wild. Yeah. Just took it to my veins! What's your snack?
0: My snack is Thanksgiving related. It is abby's pumpkin pie oh how yum was that i've never had a pumpkin pie before me either why would you uh so it had a graham cracker crust and spicy but not to the point that gives you a hot reflux like a spiced pumpkin filling oh my god it was so good it was really good cream and ice cream oh yum i ate it for days after
1: adrian liked your apple pie
0: Oh, thank you. God, do you know what? Don't recommend making like an all butter, your own pastry pie thing for the first time for 12 people while you're also making seven other sides, Mm -hmm. but it came through. It did come
1: through. The taste was there. What's your snack of the week? My snack this week, it's pickled things. Pickled things that I've been topping on everything. Mm. I'm going to do a double whammy. It's the Keep It Cleaner Kimchi. (sighs) Yeah. I'm eating it on everything. Mm. And my gut is like, I love you. But my butthole is like, calm down. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) The spice has gone on for days. And my other snack, I have been eating a snack, is pickled daikon slices, Mm. which you can buy from Asian grocery stores, Mm -hmm. pre-pickled in like a tub. They're the best to put in with a bibimbap, which is not surprising to hear. But I like that they're sliced in the rounds. So it's like a sheet, like you can... You can put the rice and the kimchi and the other things from the bibimbap on a little daikon pickled patty and and eat it like a parcel.
0: Okay, so it's almost like a tiny pancake or like a tiny wonton wrapper it's exactly what it's like interesting yes. see the thing with pickled daikon is i really like it but i need it cut in multiple ways which is the same way i feel about like burger pickles because sometimes you need the pickles whole sometimes you need them sliced like bread and butter pickles and oh. sometimes you want to slice them long ways i agree because pickled daikon in a sushi great but you want it like Chunks. matchstick like a fat matchstick yeah but agree sometimes you want circles and yeah. sometimes you want cubes yes Ugh,
1: exhausting i know so is it Blessing in disguise that I didn't have to buy a three kilo daikon like you did and slice it up and pickle it myself because I could buy it from the Asian grocery store. Mm. I will say the only bad thing about it is that, oh my golly goodness, when you open the container, the house smells like farts instantly. And you don't smell it when you're embodying it. When you're standing there going, "Mm, yummy, yummy, can't wait (laughs) to eat this. And you leave the house and you come back in and you're like, atomic bomb has been dropped.
0: That was what Brenton kept complaining about when I made the, like, seven jars of pickled daikon. He was like, it smells like arse in and here. And I was like, it's It's extraordinarily stinky. And the
1: pickle juice, like, brings it out. Yeah, it's like brining the fart. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yummy. Mm, but stank. But stanky. Yeah. 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 I think that's it for this week's episode. <laughs>
0: Everyone's like, can I go back to that Christmas shit that was actually helpful and slightly on topic? <laughs> You guys have talked about too much, but <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. We will see you for every day for the rest of this week on the stories, announcing our winners. Yes, we will. We'll also see you on Wednesday with a mini episode, a review of the Kosas deodorant. deodorant. Jinx. Personal jinx. And we will then see you next week for another episode because that's how this podcast works. Every then, week we do episode what? One day it's going to stop because we're going to take a little holiday break and it's going to be really nice.
1: Yeah. Heads up. Yeah. Stop listening now if you want content in January because we're going on hiatus because Lisa's getting married. We don't know how long it's going to be. We don't know.
0: We truly, we don't know. We've got to work out the logistics because like generally we take a break and we'd come back maybe late January, but late January is when I'm getting married and then I'll be on a honeymoon until my birthday in the middle of Feb. So it's like a whole pre-recording. And then she'll be
1: having her birthday. Nah b dead. Yeah, you're going to have to have no birthday this year. That's fine. Thank goodness. I thought it was your 30th. No, nope. I'm
0: a fountain of youth. Um, <laughs> so, yes, we will figure something out. We won't leave you with blue balls for too long, but. Long enough. Just long enough
1: to keep you thirsty. <laughs> All right. On that note, catch you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.